Yeah. No. Yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. What do yeah. I, I don't, I've never, I, you, no. Yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah, that really oh, hey. kind of grosses me out. That was so organic. Thank you. Before we start here, we wanted to mention that the murder case that we're talking about today uh, involves children, and it's really sad, and it's really hard to listen to, and we're also talking about some very disturbing uh, internet comments, and anyone who's been on the internet knows how rough those can get. So if you're in a bad place, or that just sounds like it's too much for you, then uh, give, it a, give it a miss. Give this one a skip, um, but don't join an MLM. That's all you need to know. Okay, I'm rolling. Never. Wait. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we should keep that, that in. <laughs> they begin. <laughs> and they begin with a bang. <laughs> Hi, I'm Molly, and Katie's both my emergency contact and the person you should question the most closely in the event of my disappearance. <laughs> I love that. Hi, I'm Katie, and Merry Christmas to all of you, except my ex. You're Feliz Navi dead to me. Hey, I think that's the first time you've done a, a pun. A pun. A pun intro. I don't like a pun, but I thought that You're was very funny. You're the kind of person funny. where you don't like puns from other people, but when you <laughs> think of one, you're like... Mama. Solid gold. <laughs> I, like, kissed my own face after yeah. thinking of that. <laughs> Looked into the nearest mirror and just smooched. You beautiful you genius. Be- you genius. <laughs> uh, so, today, Katie, what are we talking about? We're talking. I'm genuinely curious if you know. <laughs> Multi-level uh, marketing, okay. MLM, a.k.a. Pyramid And why are we talking about mar- multi-level marketing? Because, oh... Check this, everyone. It's going to flow into the last three episodes. We're talking about, it's similar to Christian conspiracies, in that the type of people that fall into this world. They're adjacent. They're adjacent. And it's also going to tie into our sociopathic psychopath episode. Obsession. Obsession that we have. Mm -hmm. And that's it. That's absolutely correct. So I've been... I got the outline. I've been doing a really big, or a really deep... Uh, deep dive into multi-level marketing. I've always been very interesting, interested in that as a as a scam, as a white collar scam. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, uh, I, it, my interest was piqued because of the Shannon Wat, uh, Watts murder case. Uh, she, uh, she, she was murdered uh, this past August. Uh, her husband recently confessed to the murder and has been sent, uh, I believe, sentenced to life. Yeah, yesterday, right. I think so. Mm-hmm. And, five life sentences uh, in a row. Yeah. And she, uh, five. Five. What's that? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But the thing that um, that's especially sad and kind of strange about this is that she left behind basically a memorial of her um, that's uh, one of these online memorials where it's just... Uh, a series of Facebook Live videos that she took in order to promote Thrive, Uh, this particular product that Thrive um, Market puts out called Level. She was um, what's called, I believe, a promoter. And so she made all these videos for her friends and Mm -hmm. for her followers saying, hey, guys, try this stuff. 
and that is uh, for multi-level marketing. That's basically what uh, what people who are promoters for that have to do. They have to constantly be reaching out to their network, and they have to constantly be pushing uh, this product. And we'll get into why that is. Um, multi-level marketing. It's something that can really just quickly swallow you right up. Oh yeah. Just eats up your whole life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but what's so interesting is uh, the public reaction that people have had to Shanann's videos. There's one YouTube channel in particular called Plunder Great. that is run by a soulless, soulless entity who takes these videos and gives them titles sort of highlighting things that Shanann has said that could be construed as pushy or naggy. Oh, Anyone who watches the videos says that seems like a normal thing that a normal person would say in the course of their day to yeah. their husband. Um, and I also want to talk about that. That's something that I really has been weighing heavily on my mind. I remember when you first so. brought this up to me, that was like the thing. Yeah, that yeah, was your main really, focus. I've been seething about it for weeks. It's, yeah, and it's I, very upsetting. And I need to talk about <laughs> it. But before we get into all this unpleasantness, uh, I wanted to talk about something lovely. And that is our most recent five-star reviews <gasps> on iTunes. Um, would you do me the honor of yes. reading these bad boys? Wow. Also, follow us on Twitter at Yanopod and on Instagram at Yanopodcast. And email us if you feel like it. Please. Yanopodcast at gmail.com. Why not? We'd love to hear from you. We're also on Spotify. We're, we, we are on Spotify now. We're on Spotify. It's very fun. Find us there. Click follow. Okay. First review. Feels Like Home by Dill Zoos. November. Okay. I don't have to read the date. I often find myself with a permanent smile on my face listening to Yeah, No, Yeah. Even if I'm on a packed subway car with a stroller running over my foot and an armpit hanging over my face, these charismatic, charming ladies feel familiar and consistently deliver engaging content. Katie and Molly can make any topic entertaining, even if it means another podcast's fans will come for them. Love you both. I look forward to each episode. Wow. They're referring to the fallout from our My Favorite Murder episode. Stay tuned for our follow-up episode on that. Yeah, that we keep plugging every (laughs) single episode. Next review. Yeah, it's entertaining. No, yeah, it is. (laughs) By the FOF pod. Love it. The commentary between the, the hosts is hilarious. Can't wait for new episodes. Thank you. I don't hate their voices. (laughs) Witty AF, and it's so refreshing that they don't care to be politically correct. Oh, no. They they cover topics that haven't been done one million times by other podcasts, and the MFM episode is straight up and spot on. I assume a white man said this. No, that is our friend from uh, LA Not So Confidential. (gasps) Thank you. Yeah. LA Not So Confidential is a great podcast that y'all should listen to. Uh, they did a great episode on psychopaths and sociopaths. That's a great foil to our episode about that. I don't know if I've mentioned this before. But mm-hmm. yeah, they do their actual licensed practicing psychologists, or I hope I'm right, professional I think you're right. in the psychiatric profession. So they like know what they're talking about. A lot of podcasts feature women such as ourselves just sort of guessing at <laughs> what medical diagnosis. We love to poke holes. And this is a, you know, that's fun, but, you know, counter it. You know, eat your vegetables. Listen to a podcast where people know what they're talking about. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I think that that, is there anything else that we need to talk about? Anything lovely? No. No, okay. (laughs) Okay, so, (laughs) 
Multi-level marketing. That's not illegal here, right? No. But it is other places. Uh, Canada. what do you mean? Okay. I think you can't have stuff like that. Well, let's talk about what yeah. stuff like that is. Because there are important distinctions to make. Mm, mm, mm-hmm, you can't mm-hmm. call a multi-level marketing company a pyramid scheme where <laughs> right. they can sue you. Pyramid Whoops. schemes are illegal. <laughs> Yeah, those are legal. Um, so a pyramid scheme is where you're paying money to be part of a club, basically. Like, there's really expensive membership, and then they try to ho- hose you down. Is that the expression I'm looking sure. for? Sure. Hose you out. Hose you over. Um, hose uh, you out. <laughs> really, uh, really douche you for all your worth. Yeah. God, I love to be hosed. Just enema all your money right out of mm-hmm. you. Um, and they, uh, they also will try to get you with things like training courses, just like any, and it's basically an investment scheme where it's like you're paying to be part of this, it's like billed as an investment, but really you're just getting built. Um, it's similar to a Ponzi scheme, which is also Mm -hmm. illegal, but the difference with a Ponzi scheme is that the people investing in it don't know it's a Ponzi scheme. So it's like Bernie Madoff, where he's like, he's using the money coming in from new investors to pay off the old investors. No money is being made. But he's telling everyone, like, oh, yeah, I'm investing your money. I'm making money. But um, but unfortunately, the people who are participating in it don't, don't know. know. So what makes multi-level marketing legal as opposed to pyramid scheme, how they're getting away mm-hmm. with it so far, is that the startup costs for being in an MLM are relatively low. Like okay. you have to, you have to buy some inventory. And it's a to product. Yeah, you're buying a product. But there's a product mm-hmm. involved, and it is sort of retail oriented, which for now Oof. makes it legal. It can still, it usually, typically spirals out of control, and there have been a lot of lawsuits and a lot of complaints, as we'll soon see, mm-hmm. because they vastly overstate how much money you can make. Like that's the whole, that's their whole raison d'être is like yeah. we. Um, I just distracted myself with how beautiful that sounded. It was pretty good. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's their whole thing is they uh, they tell you, like, oh, if you, you can work from home, you'll have your own business. Oh, I know. It's going to be great. Someone tried okay, to get me talk, into a Let's talk about times. Or, I'm sorry, so an MLM. I want to make sure that we've described this, like, well enough. Yeah. It's... Um, Basically, you've probably seen these ads on Facebook. Um, basically, it's P- it's a, a company where it's not they're not just selling you a product. They want to sell you on the idea that you should also sell this product, that you should be a promoter. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're a promoter, <clears throat> then you get money from the people who you sign up. So you get a portion of their sales. And then whoever signed you up, they mm-hmm. get a portion of your sales. So it's an upline and a down. Your upline is the people you're kicking money up to, and your downline are the people who you recruited. Mm-hmm. And what's so wrong with this is that it assumes that there's an infinite number of people who want right. to sign up for <laughs> shitty lipstick and stupid <laughs> leggings, that it's just going to go on and on and on. No matter what happens, even if you are popular enough, you have a big enough circle, you know enough suckers. And I don't want to like be too dismissive or mean, but yeah. you know people. People who They're are willing suckers. to sign up for this. Um, if you're on top and you're doing pretty well, there's always somebody at the bottom who's getting really dicked over mm-hmm. and who's pouring their money in it, thinking that they're going to, and they always say like, a lot of them, like we'll see with Thrive, like they're like, oh, if you, you get this kind of bonus and that kind of bonus and we'll give you a vacation and a car and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And it just, it's really intoxicating <clears throat> to a lot of people, especially because it is this like flexible thing. Like you're working for yourself. You're an entrepreneur. But at the end of the day, someone's always left uh, holding, holding the bag. And when you look at it drawn holding out, a hot, hot potato of thousands of dollars in debt. 
It, it looks like a pyramid. <laughs> the thing, oh my god, I clicked on a Thrive Marketing And didn't like it look a like sec- a fucking pyramid? And they I know, show, they I know. Do it, and it's like, here's how it I works. Know. You recruit Jim. Jim recruits Bob and Tom. Tom Bob and weird Tom. shape. And it's like, <laughs> oh my god, it's a pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So that's all. Uh, so that so, but we've all we've all seen these. We yeah. all know people participated in them. Tell me about yours. <laughs> when I was in, I guess I had just graduated high school, and I was visiting from college. My friend Tori had won at a raffle something like a Mary Kay lady to come to the house and do two makeovers. Right. You know they're gonna try to sell you stuff, obviously, but right. you just do it to have fun. So we both go. To her house, this woman comes. She's like middle aged, covered in lipstick, like <laughs> you know, head to toe in lipstick. She's not wearing any clothes. She's painted. She's clothes just on painted with in lipstick. lipstick, and she pulls up in like a pink Cadillac, which is like the That's classic uh, Mary Kay thing. And she's like Mary Kay, and we're like okay. And she does, <laughs> and she gives us a makeover, you know. And it's just the makeup is shit mm-hmm. but you know we both we're having fun and also the best part was the whole time we're sort of making fun of her as this is going on and she just does not pick up on it which is further proven when she get our, she gets our information she's like you know you could win another free thing sometime so just give me your number or whatever I go home I'm still I was visiting home yeah from college so I go to my parents house and I get a text later that night from this woman she's like hi it's Joan from Mary Kay wow <laughs> we really took you from duckling to swan today <laughs> And this is me we're talking about, right? <laughs> so it's not like I've never seen makeup or I'm some sort of weird girl. Like, I am, I'm covered in makeup at all times. And, and I was like, okay. And she's like, wouldn't you love to join the Mary Kay team? Wouldn't you love to keep not being ugly? Yeah, don't you feel beautiful? Now that and, I've shown you the way. <laughs> and I, like, at the time didn't have a lot of confidence. So I was like... I could be interested in that, but, like, I don't know, and I'm, like, busy, and I'm going to school, and I kind of gave all this list of reasons because I started panicking that I was saying no to a middle-aged woman right. with a pink car. And so... <laughs> the, the pinnacle of confidence. <laughs> the pinnacle of confidence. <laughs> and so I go to work the next day, I come home, and my mom says, oh, some lady dropped this off for you today. And I was like, what? And it was, like, a bucket of like popcorn and candy and makeup samples and like and then a pamphlet and it was the Mary Kay lady and a DVD on Mary Kay and then you got a restraining order and then she was like she so she wrote um the note I I remember the note and it said cozy up and watch this tonight popcorn for you XOXO Joan I also made up her name I don't remember what it was probably Mary and so my mom and I said I was like did you meet this woman my mom's like yeah I've been home all day and I just told her she's barking up the wrong tree and and I was like I don't know should I do this I am home from college like is this something and my mom was like Katie and we open up the pamphlet and it literally is a pyramid of people and it's like all their faces like everyone wants to be like CEO Jessica Rabbit and it's like her in her pink Cadillac truck and um just so I did eat the popcorn and the candy, um, <laughs> needless to say. Good for you. And I texted the woman like, "Thanks so much for the care package, but I'm really not interested." And she's like, "Can't I just come by later and talk to you?" Oh and I was like, "My mom will yell at you if you come here." Like I was only eight. I don't know, eighteen. Um, not that you can't harass an eighteen-year-old. I'm. I was of age, but <laughs> for harassment. But it was just so. I love the tactic of, like, 
see, you're beautiful now. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. There's a lot That's wrong a weird way with, to go about it. <laughs> there's a lot wrong with what she did. Right? Um, yeah. Also, I gave her my address because of, like, you know, putting on a mailing list. Not for you to come, come to, to my house. fucking house. That is such an invasion. Isn't that That fucked? is really creepy. It was, re- and I was really young. Yeah. And my friend, Katie, sorry, I'm calling you out. Yeah. My friend Katie joined Mary Kay. Okay. I don't think this is a surprise. <laughs> and she still, I think to this day, has a trunk full of Mary Kay products because she just couldn't sell it. Right. it. No one wants it. Yeah. It's bullshit. And you've really hit on what the problem with most uh, multi-level marketing. That is a consistent mm-hmm. theme through all of them. The product is not very good. It's not. The product is not something that you can't find fucking anywhere. Go to Go CVS. To Everything that you want. Yeah, it was like a, I remember I'll, I remember one product specifically. It was like a, and this was like when brows were coming back and no one had thin brows anymore. And it was a brow brush. And she was like, have you ever seen anything like this? And I was like, <laughs> literally, I used one this morning. That I stole from my mom. Like, if you have a mom, you, have you don't. You brush. have Mary Kay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and you mentioned the trunk full of products. Tru- literally in her trunk, she had make just tons of shit because they give you you buy in. I think she bought in at 150 bucks. They send you an infinite um, infinite amount of makeup. And Katie could never unload it. And this is the thing with uh, with Emily. You're often left with just a huge inventory. Jesus, yeah. And so you're paying. So like when you sign up for an MLM, you this is also a, a basic description thing. Um, they uh, you are buying a certain amount, and then you often have to. I believe you typically have to keep buying a certain amount. Like you're signed up at oh, a yeah. certain level of membership, so you have to keep buying that. And the idea That's why she had so is much. that you sell it. But here's the thing: most people are not capable of selling no. it. and they push this idea that it like if you believe in yourself if you uh if you just have enough if you just want it enough then you'll be able to find people in your church or friends of your mm-hmm. aunts and your second cousins and they'll all because of their personal relationship to you you can exploit mm-hmm. those ties that you have with people use your friends use hello. your friends hello and if you can't get it done you're a loser <laughs> yeah. is really what they're saying like you're and yeah. poor I think of it now and I'm like oh Joan really just was in deep and she wanted to bring a teenager down in into the so depths with her deep and I get it Joan Joan but that I'm was sorry. wrong yeah I mean think about the kind Don't of come to my fucking think house. about the kind of stress you'd have to be under to bring a bucket of popcorn to a teenager's house and leave it with her angry mother. <laughs> and my mom is probably, I can picture it, sitting on the stoop with three Smoking. cigarettes and a glass of wine. And, I'm, and there's an, and, and then glaring. her knives. <laughs> cleaning her gun. She was cleaning her rifle. And, and this, this woman just Joan walks up. It's like, got it. Come on, Joan. You can you, do it. I know she's in her car. Go, Joan. Go. <laughs> and my mom is, while doing all this, probably fully made up and beautiful. And I love the idea of her saying, you're barking up the wrong tree. Because <laughs> yeah. you think I have a deep raspy voice times it by 10 and that's my mother and it's terrifying i would join whatever scheme my mom started oh i already am hello yeah i'm my whole life is a pyramid scheme her uterus is a pyramid scheme (laughs) it's me and my sis that's the pyramid (laughs) (laughs) vying for her attention in a pyramid scheme pyramid of three cruel dogs who will stop at nothing to get what they want love them 
So, okay, so we've gone over, so now I feel like we've painted a beautiful mm-hmm. picture. Oh, but I didn't want to, so uh, you, I also have ha- have done a dance with a, a <laughs> multi-performer. <laughs> Um, so you mentioned, like, same, same, uh, timeline. I was just out of high school, mm-hmm. um, homeschool high school, so even worse. I was even more sheltered than yeah. your average 18-year-old. And I was getting job-searching advice from my mom, who is a person... I'm already laughing. ...is still in the 80s. Like, she's, she'll never, she's still there, like, mentally. Mm-hmm. And so I said, like, how do I, I need a job. And she was like, look in the gazette. <laughs> So yes. that's all. I can hear everyone at home laughing. Um, so I'm looking for a job in the newspaper like an idiot, like yeah. a time traveler. And uh, they uh, there was an ad that was like something for $17 an hour, and that caught my attention. Oh, my God, yeah. Because I had only ever had jobs like working at the mall for like, I would say the most I ever made was probably $8 an hour mm-hmm. at Chick-fil-A. Um, the, these are, uh, you know, 2006 Yeah, minimum wage just got raised to 20 dollars an hour it's just that much just be in new york in new york yeah um so but it used to be eight so 17 dollars oh my like, god oh, yeah can't say no to that and it was for a company that a lot of you have probably heard of called cutco oh yes and cutco sells a product <laughs> an exotic product that you can't find anywhere except cutco um it's nice <laughs> Knives and scissors. And so they're like, oh, come in for an come interview on, or a group interview or whatever the ad's at. I was yes. like, okay, so I put on like oh. this sad little suit from oh. like a fucking department store. And I was like, here I go. And uh, a knife pin and you were ready. Her brooch. I'll bring my own knives to impress them. I was so ready to hear about this knife opportunity. And and so they show you the like the woman there, it's all these people, all these idiots like me, all mm-hmm. these moon faced children. Mostly young, right? Very young, all stuffed into our fresh polyester suits <laughs> and uh the the so the woman is like very confident very smiley very brassy very made up mm-hmm. and she's like you will not believe these knives and then she's like cutting through like a penny with yes. scissors it's like can you believe it and it's like it is I a guess. thing of like why would i ever want to do that like who are these people who have a bunch of pennies that they need right. to snip in half um, but, uh, so what, the funniest thing looking back is that there are two things. One is that there was a man who looking back was clearly a plant. Okay. He's around Ari. So you'd been like 18 or 19. Oh my God. I thought He's you wearing... meant like a. <laughs> you thought I meant like a house plant. A house plant. So... I was like, wow, weird. You thought it was a man. <laughs> How, what do you think I'm I so am? blind. Sometimes I see lamps and That's I think it's true. people. To so go fair, on. You do do that a lot. You've. <laughs> fully flirted with a house plant before many times so uh he's wearing a little a little shiny tie and he's like answering phones and just sort of loudly going back and forth from rooms being like hello yes that sounds great all right have it on my tape have it on my desk by tuesday hang up and he keeps doing stuff like that and looking back it was clearly performance yes. art, where they're like 
like, hey, uh, Joe, come over. I'll give you 30 we'll, bucks. We'll give you 30 <laughs> bucks and a ham sandwich and just look busy. And mention a desk. Mention a desk. Um, you know, get out your cell phone. It reminded me of that scene in 30 Rock. I was just like, say Mr. Hola, Mexico. Hola, Mr. Mexico. Andale, andale. <laughs> yeah, it was that. And um, and so, but they do this thing where they're like, okay, and now, and I'm like a, you know, you know me. So I like, do. in a classroom setting, I'm very like, I want to sit at the front. I want to. She had her highlighters. Hand. I want to. I have, I have her seventeen protector. highlighters going. All different. <laughs> colors I want to answer questions so I'm like I know the answer like an idiot right and so <laughs> uh, and I think like I'm smoking the competition <laughs> and so then at the end they do this they have this tactic where they're like okay and now we're gonna pull you aside oh, into the office everybody here will take you in one by one and let you know we're gonna throw a knife and we're gonna do some Russian roulette and <laughs> yes. if you still have fingers by the end of it you got a job <laughs> So she takes us in, and she's like, uh, so she takes me in, and she's like, I am really glad to offer you the position. And I was like, me, I made it. Um, but by the time I got it, but it did feel like a little weird and a little off, and there's some things I couldn't quite put my finger on. Right, like, well, you why. were new to the scene. It did see. oh, well, I mean, and they mentioned, like, you buy the <laughs> knives. And I was, oh, yeah. although mm-hmm. I was pretty naive, that, that did stick out to me <laughs> as, like, I'm sorry, I have to pay to work for you. That's not yeah. what a job is. Um, and by the time I had gotten out of the demonstrate, whatever the hell it was, yeah. uh, I had, my dad was like, called me and was like yelling at me. He's like, did you look up who these people are? Do you know what you're doing? So it was like, by the time I was in the parking lot, I was already being yelled, yelled at, at by a parent. We're Thank so lucky God. we had parents oh my God. to yell at us not to join. I'm really glad that they Maltile. knew better Whatever than our that. parents did wrong, they got that right. I could have been in a pink Cadillac right now <laughs> if it wasn't for my mother. So thank you. I could be very nice. I had a friend who did cut co like right after high school. Uh, this girl Becky, and she would go door to door hawking these knives. Nice. She never made a cent. And of course, she didn't. She was a teen. Yeah, knocking on doors to sell knives. Oh, you're a teen with knives. Great, oh, come let me in. Open my door, please. <laughs> That's actually one thing my mother would buy. Right. <laughs> How sharp are these yeah. knives? <laughs> Running against can my they, knife. Can they cut through bone? I was going to say bone <laughs> instead of penny. She's like, I don't want to cut a fucking penny. Put uh, it through this rotisserie chicken. feel bad doing an impression of a woman I've never met. It's can honestly very like good. Thank you. She would appreciate it. So, okay. So, at the end of the day, like, maybe you are one of the people who has enough you're you oh, you were just been blessed with an abundance of charm and charisma and you know all these people who for whatever reason are willing want to help you out like mm-hmm. and that's what the things that mlms are really exploiting is this I, this emotional thing that it's like you want to support your friend's business don't so, you don't you mm-hmm. and so i can totally see how like popular betty at like you know the church who's like everybody you know she's really pretty yep. and she like runs the potluck night or whatever she brings you can see how donuts. someone she brings in those she cuts them in half mm-hmm. herself with her own hands with her cut cone eyes <laughs> and you just like look up to her. everyone is like oh she's so cool i want to do what she's doing so you can see how someone like that could make money on yes. that. It's not impossible to make money. I agree. Right. It's unlikely, but it's not impossible. I agree. But the problem is, it's like there's always someone who's going to be stuck with a trunk full of mm-hmm. shit that they can't sell and some debt. And popular Betty 
You should feel bad about that. Yeah, I do. Good. Okay. But I don't, uh, you know. Yeah, this uh, thing's actually making me sad. I don't want to make fun of people who participated in this. Like no, Katie and I yeah. said, we got real close. I remember telling people. And if it wasn't for our parents, we would have done it. Absolutely. So please, trust me. Absolutely. We're and, not making fun. And I remember like being, like going to college and telling people like, yeah, I almost worked for Cutco. And then being like, oh, oh my God, you're such an idiot. <laughs> and like, I remember that feeling of, of shame. We're not doing that to you guys. And we're not doing that to you. Mm-mm. There, it's, I can see the appeal. Yeah. And they specifically target people. We'll get into this later. But they, they know what they're doing. They and they sniff know it out. Who to sniff out. But I wanted to talk about this murder. Ugh. I know. It's tough. Can we, I check out? Yeah. Um, so, the, Shanann Watts, who we mentioned. And she's um, not saying Shannon weird. It no, really it is really Shanann. it really I couldn't believe it when I kept hearing it. And then yeah. I was like, yeah. It it's Shanann. Um, and so she was, like I said, she was involved in Thrive Market. And I'm not saying her murder is tied to the fact that she was a Thrive Market promoter. No. But I will say that if you get involved in MLMs, uh, tragedy will be your constant companion. I will say that. I feel like that's fair. I don't disagree. So Shanann and Chris Watts, uh, lived in Colorado. Um, they, uh, until very recently, they had been, um... They were married. They had been married mm-hmm. for about six years at the time of her death. Uh, they had two daughters, uh, Bella, who's four, and Celeste, who uh, was nicknamed Cece, yeah. was three. Um, Shanann was also pregnant with a baby boy who they had uh, agreed that they were going to name Nico. Um, at Chris, uh, at the time of her disappearance, Chris worked for a petroleum company, and Shanann is at home hustling, trying to sell uh, Level, which, as I said, is a Thrive product. And mm-hmm. I was trying to, and like, food, figure right? out what it was. Oh, yeah. It's really, it's a system. Great. Hold on, wait, it says in here I love somewhere. when I'm sold a system. Right. <laughs> it's an eight-week system where you, uh, it's basically... Um, smoothies and power bars and it's basically they tout it the ad copy is touting it as a way to achieve mental 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 fitness <laughs> mental and physical like peak it's everything. called mental you're right <laughs> it's go, it'll turn you into a, a sexy genius if you <clears> just <throat> eat these weird bars and drink these so the product smoothies. is food based yes okay the and idea, then there's a system the idea is health got it it's a health product yeah. system. Ugh. That's as close as I could get. I think you're to right. what the hell it is. Um, I think it's very interesting. She's involved in this. Uh, based on what she's putting online, it seems like she's doing very well. Yeah. Um, she mentions going. She's going to all these trips, business trips mm-hmm. to other states for uh, conferences and I guess meetings. Um, and then she talks about in some of her videos. She talks about going on vacations, which is something that Thrive pushes. Is this is a uh, this is a benefit of being one of their main recruiters. You um, go on vacation. You get to go on vacation. So she talks <laughs> a lot about that. She talks a lot about her husband and how supportive <clears throat> he is and how helpful he is. She's just putting out a very sunny. Yeah. Sunny disposition, sunny outlook. Yeah, I watched a couple of her videos. Sunny, mental situation. <laughs> um, but as we'll see, things were, were pretty dark. Uh, and they had, uh, this is not the first um, difficult chapter that Shanann and Chris had been through. In 2015, he uh, filed for personal bankruptcy and was in debt for over $400,000. Wow. 
I don't know if any of that had to, I think that was mostly credit card debt and student loans. I don't know if that had to do. $400,000. Yeah. So at one point they were in debt for $400,000. I don't know what their financial. Yeah, filing for personal bankruptcy is a big deal. Situation is. Um, and it's. And it's hard to tell because Shanann was one of those people where she's trying to use her online presence to s- sell something and to recruit things. So yeah. she has an invested interest to make herself look like yeah, she's having sure. a great time mm-hmm. always. Um, so, uh, so early in the morning of August 13th this year, um, Shanann came home from a business trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, her friend dropped her off and... Um, after that, her friend, this colleague named Nicole, um, was expecting to hear was uh, expecting to see her the next day at a meeting, mm-hmm. um, and she also knew that uh, Shanann had an OBGYN appointment in the morning. Um, she doesn't show up to the meeting, and then Nicole somehow knows that she also missed her OBGYN appointment. So I don't know why she has that it seems much very information. Close based on- yeah. What yeah. happens later? So she's missing. So Nicole goes back to Shanann's house, and Chris says that she uh, that she isn't there, and I believe her car was gone. So I only know this because I just freshly watched okay. a YouTube video on my train right here. Mm-hmm. Her car was in the driveway. Okay. Nicole gets there. Chris isn't there. Mm-hmm. He is. She calls him, oh, and he's okay. like, I'm five minutes away, because you know what he was doing. Right. We'll talk about that. Yeah. And then the police come, because Nicole's like, I'm not waiting five minutes. I'm calling the cops. Right. So, so he comes. The police are already there when he gets there. Okay. So the police are there, and mm-hmm. he lets him search the home, which is empty. Mm-hmm. And the door um, is uh, latched in okay. a way that you can't, like, uh, not like a deadbolt, like, latched like the in an apartment building type okay. of latch. Yeah. Which is important. Right. <laughs> So, uh, at that point, they start looking for her, mm-hmm. um, and then the next day, uh, or I guess, no, I guess it's that same day, mm-hmm. um, Chris does a weird media interview. Oh, God, I watched that. Um, <clears throat> he says Shanann was fine when he left for work at 5.15 in the morning, um, and then he's, they ask him, like, oh, what about your, like, Kids. Kids, how do you feel about them being missing? And he goes on, oh, those smiles light up my life. Uh, I'm so distraught. And this whole time he has a very dead look in his eyes. He had no emotion. He he has a very frozen face. Mm -hmm. Not really... Voice isn't trembling. Like, nothing. Just a very... Not even pretending. (laughs) It's, uh, it's a, it's a... It's unnerving. It's unnerving, yeah. Um... And then at one point, the interviewer asks him, um, this is a difficult question, but had you and your wife had any kinds of arguments before um, before she disappeared? And he said, we had an emotional conversation. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. So right off the bat, he's, he admits that there's some strife going on. Um, shortly after that, Shanann's body is found in a shallow grave in the uh, on the property of the petroleum company where, where Chris works, works. Um, and his two daughters' bodies are found in an oil tank, yeah. which is such a disturbing detail because it's like you hear about people who murder their children, um, but even in those cases, a lot of times it's like they cover their bodies up or they're like you know there's something where it's like and it's just like he just dumped them in an oil yeah. tank, like how how is that? It's really it's just hard to wrap your mind around, but. Um, 
So they were found the next day, right? I think so. It was very shortly after. Yeah, that. he he didn't have a lot of time in between doing it, and yeah, he had no fun to have in between. Yeah, uh, yeah, he didn't get to enjoy any time with his mistress. Yep, uh, Nicole Kessinger, his coworker, who he had been having an affair with. Um, in the days leading up to, uh, she says that she didn't, Nicole, that who is not to be confused with Nicole, who's Shanann's friend who I mentioned earlier. Yeah, no, two Nicoles. Um, she, I think that she knew that Chris was married, but said that she didn't know that Shanann was pregnant, which is like, okay. Whatever. Um, she had been Googling wedding dresses in the days leading up to Shanann's disappearance, and he had been writing her love letters. And then it comes out that, um, it's come out since then that Shanann had been saying in texts to her friend that, uh, Chris had been saying that he wasn't happy anymore, and she had been sort of taken aback, and he had said, like, I just wanted the two kids, I don't want this third kid, and she's like, do you want me to abort? And she's, yeah. like, pretty pregnant at this point. So she's like, what do you want here? Yeah. And um, she feels like her, she it revealed in text that she feels like her marriage is falling apart, which is super sad to think about her having to not only deal with that and also, like, put out this super happy face oh, God, while yeah. that's going on about, like, hey, you want to, like, imagine, like, you're dealing with that, and then you have to make a video, like, want to try this smoothie? It'll <laughs> make you sexy. Yeah. It's just like, ugh, thought of that. It's just like it, 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 it's painful very painful um so <clears throat> and she had also been uh she was suspicious of him having an affair because she had noticed a credit card charge for sixty dollars for a salmon dinner from a sports bar yum so he's eating salmon in a sports <laughs> bar with his mistress what a catch if a man ever tries to buy you salmon in a sports bar, if a man takes it's you like, to okay. a sports bar, Nicole, and it's like, okay, you're married. Okay, your wife is pregnant. Like, okay, you know what? I'm drawing them fucking lines. Dead shark eyes, whatever. But like salmon, salmon <laughs> at like fucking what's a sports PJ bar? PJ Clark's. Green I don't turtle? know. Turtle. I don't know. Um, <laughs> the thirsty turtle. Right. <laughs> thirsty turtle. Mm, yum. Um, so. So the police, police his uh, Shanann's mom later says that she's super happy that Chris did that media uh, pre- okay. presentation interview because she says originally she was like Chris don't his mother in law saying don't Stan, do it don't do it they're gonna suspect you this is gonna yeah. go badly for you and he's like no I gotta do it um, I have and, things to say right. <laughs> And uh, now she's like, I'm so glad he did that because that she thinks is what tipped the investigators off that like this guy because he just seemed so because he insane. has such a cold demeanor. So when the police interrogate him, they're like, Hey, you seem pretty weird. Uh, please take us. a polygraph test. <laughs> yeah. And so he does, and then they tell him, You failed the polygraph mm-hmm. test. Polygraph tests are not scientifically justified. I'm shocked, we still use them. But see, the thing is, they're not admissible in court. But right. what they are is a handy little investigative tool for situations such as these where you can say to someone, you failed. You failed. And yeah. how does that make you feel? And then they... And then... So then he changes the story to mm-hmm. not, I don't know anything about this. Um, and at this point, like, it, their bodies have been found. Like, they know they're dead. Um, so after they tell him he failed the polygraph test, then he says, well, what happened was I came in to find Shanann uh, murdering our daughters. Like, she was smothering them. Mm -hmm. And so I killed her in a fit of rage. Yes. And it's like... He tells this to his dad. (laughs) Right. In the interview room. Oh, yeah. And his dad's like, so did you haul them off? And it's like, Ron? His father. 
Are you weird too? Because well, <laughs> he's also just in shock. I'm sure. I mean, I, yeah, I don't. I I think it's hard. Yeah, to, he said uh, hard to choose she was the killing right my words. babies. I had to do the same fucking thing to her. Right. Was his quote. So police, uh, obviously, no one buys this. No. <clears throat> um, Shanann in her videos, whatever you want to um, say about. Well, I don't even know why you'd say anything. Yeah, don't say but anything about don't her. Don't say anything. Um, but, like, she obviously is a normal mom. Yes. And it's just, like, the thought of her, it's like, it's no one buys it. Um, so they, and they say to Chris, the police say, like, hey, uh, let's imagine that's true, that your wife mm-hmm. killed your children and then you killed her. Wouldn't, why wouldn't you call 911? Because yeah. most parents, a normal parent situation is even if your child appears to be dead, you never give up. They never... Parents, yeah, they probably wouldn't believe it or... Yeah. Yeah, parents never accept that there might not be a chance. So they always... And you also don't have to go one. dump their body. I mean, there's so many reasons why this was a yeah. lie. Oh, yeah. Oh, and you were so mad at her, so then you dumped <laughs> Off them Off I go. Order. And it's yeah. like, come on. Yeah, so uh, no one buys it. No so one eventually buys it. he did uh, plead all the way guilty. He admitted to mm-hmm. killing all of them. Uh, they tacked on another charge for his unborn yep. child. Um, and he pled guilty. Um, most people think it's widely speculated that that was just to avoid the death sentence. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, because now it's not going to go to trial. Um, so these Facebook videos she made still exist, and mm-hmm. they've been curated by a horrifying channel called Plunder. And uh, Is that like a is, YouTube-based channel? Yeah, it's okay. a YouTube channel. Um, and if you thought that what I've been saying up until now has been horrifying, it's about to get Buckle even up. weirder. And Well, I guess not weird. This is listen. This is all very bad. Um, if it's you're all in, really sad. If you're in a bad place, maybe uh, tune out. Uh, we should have warned you before. Yeah. Um, trigger so, warning previously. Yeah. <laughs> Retroactive trigger warning. Um, so there are all these comments on these YouTube videos. Where, so the titles of the videos are typically like Shanann tells her husband to hold the camera a different way. And then you watch the video, and it's Shanann being like, "Oh, Chris, honey, get hold the camera a different way." And it's like. I'm sorry, we're pointing that out because she's not supposed to say that yeah. ever. And like the every, it's like Guess a lot of the titles time to are pushing this idea that Shanann was like a pushy, arrogant, narcissist, that Great. she just wasn't a good mom and she wasn't a good housewife. And I don't know, something to think about. And then the comments. <laughs> I love that, like, what is the point? <laughs> Yeah. You know, something to think about. I guess she deserved it. Like, it's like, shut yeah. up. Yeah. So the comments echo this. And yeah. there are a, a shocking... Lot of I have some of the comments here, and they are breathtaking. So I'll read some of them. Read them in different voices. No, <laughs> you don't have to. I'm sorry. If she was so manic uh, and so unpleasant towards her kids when she was on live, just imagine how she was when the camera was off. Something to think about. No. That's a real comment. <laughs> Uh, a woman named Shanna Swieger commented, I don't know why she even included Chris in her videos. All she does is put him down for no reason. He's there supporting you in your Thrive Pyramid Scheme. Show him a little respect. I can't emphasize enough how mundane these videos are. Like, she'll say something like, Chris, can you get this? It's just, like, yeah, very like a normal mom, husband-wife thing. Wife thing. It's like, oh, Chris. There's one really creepy one where she has a new smoothie. <sighs> And she says, uh, Chris will kill me if I try this without him. And it's like, so it's like, like oh, God. why does this exist? Um, but he's very mild mannered in all the videos. There's one Super video. Super mild. Oh, there was another one where it's just he's like gross. him doing like a little dance and like singing in a 
baby talk voice. This little like Ugh. hot dog song. It's so unbelievably. And everyone's like, what a good guy. Creepy. Yeah. And um, yeah, a, yeah, no one has anything to say about oh, that. Oh, those weird hot dog reason. looks. Yeah. And then Maria Deverona says, Chris was a very well-adjusted puppet, always in the back or crawling on the floor. More like a servant or a nanny, doing laundry, bathing the girls, and her nails are extremely long for any type of housework. Yeah. When a man does laundry, people are like, he is whipped. (laughs) She must have him attached to electric... can do whatever he wants to her after he had to do laundry. Laundry? A man? And it's just amazing to me. It's like you know these people exist, but here's like this No, that's evidence too much. That people just think that men shouldn't have to fucking Well, these are the same women who are writing him love notes in prison, which oh, yeah, apparently he's he getting like, a ton of. Oh, yeah. Because he he's not hideous. I mean, he is. But like, I guess, I don't know. Some he's people like buff. his He's very buff. He has a giant Metallica tattoo Rock and roll. I hope Metallica sues him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Barbara Collins says, Barbara had a lot to say. Uh, He was so emasculated, I think he lost his mind and went into a psychotic break. Thanks for that, Barbara. Thanks, Dr. Barbara. Yeah, thank you so much. The mind can only take so much until it literally short circuits. I'm like, Barbara, I'm short circuiting. (laughs) Barbara, what's your address? Barbara, what's your address? Because I'm short circuiting. Because I'm really short circuiting. Wow, um, women are tired. I'm really mad right now. That could be what happened along with the fact that he might be a sociopath turned psychopath, but I don't believe a narcissist. Again, like, yeah. Just oh, I'm glad you out. don't believe in things. Thank you so much. Uh, there's one where he's eating candy, I guess, and Barbara says, no wonder he is addicted to sweets. With all her insults, like calling him rude and stuff and weird, and who wouldn't want a little bit of oxys running through their brain? What is she talking about? Oxycontin? Is he addicted to candy? candy? Um, Oh, oxytocin, maybe? Okay. The whole thing... I don't know. She's an idiot. Look, Barbara doesn't know. She doesn't even know what she's saying. The whole thing is so sad. It's like a postmodern, electronic-age Greek tragedy. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad this... I am boiling right now. I thought I I was going to cry, and I'm glad I'm actually just, like, angry. Yeah. Uh, I think his, uh, femme fatale says, okay. I think his resentment was just building by the second. If people in the comments can barely stand to hear her same old script and passive aggressive jabs in just a few short clips, imagine how daily exposure for year on end may have led to hatred for her. Did he grow to resent the kids too? Does anything justify what he did? Absolutely no way in hell, but a motive doesn't have to make sense. Thank you, detective femme fatale. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jean Johnson, again, Jean had, was all over. Um, These are 80 year old women, right? Yeah. Well, I would say. Yeah, what guessing, do you, can you tell me what you think? Guessing, basing on the name Francis, Jean, Barbara. Okay. I'm guessing 50 would be the median 50 to 60 yeah. in Wisconsin. Yeah, that's the vibe. Um, he actually, so Jean says, he actually asked her if he could have one. I guess he asked her for a morsel sure. in a video. <laughs> what? He's not a child. If he wants to eat one, then friggin' take one or two or three. For God's sake, she seems like a piece of work. Definitely after watching these videos, she was so abusive to him. I'm annoyed with her just watching these. Yuck. Those poor baby girls. Francis says, she is the head of the house. She never shuts up. Does not get a word in. Anyway, I, I could go on. They're, uh, I don't Allison know says, how to feel. She must have been difficult to live with. Exhausting. 
And it's just like... Then divorce her. Like, why does this have to be and like... And people are like, no wonder he snapped. And I was like, you know what snapping would be? Snapping would be saying, Shanann, I want to be in your fucking Facebook Live video. Yeah, leave me that's alone. That's a snap. Yeah, that's a snap. That's a snap. Snapping isn't killing your whole family and Oof, leaving and their bodies. And dumping them. And it's just like, bitch. these bitches know those details. Like, they know what happened, and they're still like, I'm on his side. Yeah, lovely. If you think misogyny isn't real, or like, internalized misogyny. Oh, it is those deep, are mama. ideas that you scoff at. Uh, uh, here we go are. Go call Francis and get an earful. Here we are with our boiling blood. Um, yeah, and it's just like, I, I, it's, I've been upset for a week. Um... <laughs> So now let's talk about multi-level I marketing. I, I want to find all these women and like uh, trick them into signing up for multi-level yeah, marketing. I'm gonna, we're going to start a pyramid scheme of just people of just that leave them. bad comments. Yeah, people <laughs> who perceive incorrectly. She yeah. was abusive. Like you know he murdered her, and you're saying that she was abusive was because abusive she said abusive because she said, "Chris, can you hand me that? Can you help your wife out? Can you?" Yeah. Can you take a break from cheating on me for five seconds? Yeah, it's fun when you don't take me to salmon dinners, but could you maybe help me out for a second? Yeah. So, now that we're really worked up. Coming back. I'm coming back. Let's talk about something kind of dry to like. Yeah, dry me out. It actually isn't dry. It's very, very interesting. Um, So, okay, so the real flaw with MLM compensation plans is that they uh, assume an infinite market. And a virgin market. And the thing is, like, you're going to work out, run out of people, as we've oh, already said. Yeah. Before we get into that, actually, no. <laughs> what I want to talk about is how uh, Shanann, it's like, how they, these appeal to people who want to work from home. And that's what really fucks me up about people being like, look at what a bad mom she is. She's not, and there are people saying, like, why does she feed her kids that crap? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like... She's doing a multi-level marketing thing because she wants to stay at home with her with children her kids. all day, yes. all the time. Yes. And that's not enough for you people. Um, so this is why uh, there's this really interesting fact about multi-level market, marketing where they're huge in Utah. Mm. And a lot of them are based in Utah. Uh, Thrive is based in Utah. Unique, Duterra, Young Living, uh, a bunch of other heavy hitters. I've seen numbers like something like 70 or 80 it has Utah has the most uh, multi-level marketing uh, things per capita um, of any state. <clears throat> so uh, why that is? Part of it is that Utah just doesn't have as much regulation as okay. other places, and it's easier for people to start businesses there. So that's part of it. But it's also a big part of the culture uh-huh. and why it is that moms want to do it. So uh, so some of them have. Um, uh, they appeal to people, a lot of them uh, can't afford childcare. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it has all of these benefits for you if you're in the You're home, you're saving you money a, on childcare. And Utah also has a ton of Mormons. I was going to say Mormons. And Christian, like big churches, things like that are great. They're a multi-level marketing scams dream. dream. Because it's like you have all these people who are already connected, who already... And uh, I listened to a really good podcast called 
The Dream, which is all about multi-level marketing. Mm. And they talk about, uh, they go, the woman who's, uh, the, who's making the podcast, she goes to her hometown where there are a lot of these. And she goes to a party that they throw for, like, you know, one of their uh, promotional parties. And she talks about how it's such, like, a fun time. And people have such fond memories of growing up with these. And it's like... It is, if you're from a small sure. town and you're part of a religious community, that could, you can see how that would be like a really fun social thing. Yeah. It's like we're going to have mimosas, we're going to open with a prayer. Uh, a lot of them have kind of a religious element that's okay. also very appealing to Christians. There's, a, there's one called 31 Gifts, um, which Leah from the previous mm. episode about Christians, she has a link to 31 Gifts. And I'm I think sure she She does. participates in several multi-level marketing <laughs> schemes. Uh, 31 Gifts takes its name from Proverbs 31, which is a verse that goes, uh, it's Proverbs 31, woman is this famous verse where it describes a virtuous woman, basically, and all the things that she does for her household. Uh, one of the part of the verse is, uh, she speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. And she's okay. got a trunk full of... <laughs> she's got a trunk full nice. of Mary Kay. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's just to say that, like, I don't want to just say, like... I, I've said before, like, multi-level marketing, it's bad because someone's always yeah. left, screwed over. But I don't blame people for getting involved in it. No, and no we one get should it. shit on Shanann, especially... Especially. For, for, ...for participating in this because you can see why people who want to be stay-at-home moms, mm-hmm. why it is that they uh, very easily get sucked into this. Um, so, well, how is it that MLMs uh, continue to thrive? Um, so, basically, lobbying mm. is the answer. Like, there have been a bunch of class action lawsuits uh, brought against them. Um, most, or One recent example was for, for LuLaRoe. You know LuLaRoe? I do know that one, yeah. So, really bad quality clothes. <laughs> yes. Um, and I think it's mostly like their thing is like zany leggings. Wild. Yeah. So yoga pants. In this class section lawsuit, um, it mentions that consultants are instructed to keep around $20,000 worth of inventory on hand. Uh, and they're inundated with the phrase, buy more, sell more. Mm. These incentives mean new consultants are aggressively pressured to continue purchasing wholesale inventory, even when the inventory they have is not selling, is unlikely to sell, or is piling up in their garage. So it's that thing I mentioned before. It's like you have a certain amount you have to buy. It doesn't matter to the company if you're actually selling it or not. It just matters that you're putting that money into their pockets. Um, In 2006, there was a proposed rule to make MLMs disclose what the opportunities, what it actually is, what you're actually getting uh, into, like how the company actually works. Mm -hmm. And... um, They also wanted you to, as a multi-level marketing company, they wanted you to have to disclose if you were involved in any other uh, lawsuits or complaints to the people who are getting involved in this. Uh, But lobbying successfully made it so that isn't a rule. So they're exploiting a lot of uh, loopholes. And they donate very, a lot of MLMs donate heavily to congressmen. uh, or politicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gary Ackerman, Paul Ryan, and Rick Santorum oh, are just a few who have benefited a lot from MLM contributions. Um, <clears throat> my favorite... I first became aware of multi-level marketing in all its glory because I had a roommate who was really into Young Living. Mm. Um, and right around the time where she was like, 
constantly spraying everything herself, the dog, putting it in diffusers. I couldn't get away from thick clouds of essential <laughs> oil smog <laughs> everywhere I went. Um, and she... Uh, did cure you of all your ailments. I mean, I didn't get Ebola, which is what, at the time, Ebola was a big thing. Oh, yeah. And so they actually got a letter from the FDA, the company, that got an mm-hmm. official censure from the FDA saying, you cannot, you have to tell your promoters that they have to stop saying that three thieves or whatever the blend is that this prevents Ebola because that's something that promoters yeah, you were can't saying say that so because so it's one of those things where it's like with essential oil it's so funny what's so funny about it is like the people promoting it want to tell you like yeah this works for everything it fixes your cancer mm-hmm. it'll make your uh, husband not have erectile dysfunction anymore I remember there was one <laughs> I saw that in a Facebook group for Young Living where this woman had a profile picture of her with her husband and she's like does anybody know about an oil for Rexile's function, and it's like you're talking about the man in your. I don't think he wants you to put this out there. And they're like, "Yeah, lavender oil." Oh my god! Uh, lube him up with lavender oil. I was gonna oil. say, be good to go. Find a um, woman named Lavender. Uh, my favorite politician who has been closely, closely associated with multi-level know. marketing. Who do you think? I don't know. Trump was a spokesperson for a telecommunications don't uh, call him multi-level. A <laughs> um, for ACN. Oh, I forget what ACN stands for. It doesn't matter. Um, and he's he's in a video promoting them, oh, saying, God. "You're in business for yourself, but not by yourself." I'm not doing a Trump impersonation. No, I feel like you being... all probably have enough of that. Yeah, being an entrepreneur is great, <laughs> but it's even better when you have the support of a great company like ACN. She's doing um, finger guns, by the way. Finger guns, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then it was so, so he, uh, during his presidential race, he says, I do not know the company, ACN, talking about ACN. I know nothing about the company other than the people who run the company. He said, I'm not familiar with what they do or how they go about doing that. Uh, and then this article I was reading pointed out that, uh, he introduced, uh, ACN executives, Greg Provenzano and Mike Cupiz on the celebrity, point, uh, and uh, 2011, saying they run a company called ACN, which I know very well. Of course you do. <laughs> that's that's fun and cute and adorable. Um, so that's how uh, I'm outlawing MLM. Works. So okay, where I wanted to kind of end with this, like I said, completely understand why people want to work from home and why that's so yes. appealing. Here's the thing: I work from home. Do mm-hmm. you want to know how to work from home? Uh. Email us, like tweet. Yeah, tweet we'll it. Help I, you. I can. I feel like if you were listening to this and you really want to do that, I have some tips and some tricks. Yeah. Um, you uh, transcription is a big one. Um, I'm a freelance writer, and there's a lot of copywriting mm-hmm. gigs out there that you can find online. If you're a decent writer, you can easily find stuff like that. Um, I will say my advice is don't don't do anything where they want to either pay for training or you have to invest a lot of time in taking a test. Don't do any of that. There's work out there for you that you can do from home. Transcription is another big one. That's a lot. That's something that is a legitimate thing that a lot of stay at home people Mm -hmm. do. Um, Not just moms. Anyone who wants to work from home. Um, But yeah. uh, So there's stuff out there for you. If you want to do it. We'll help and you. And we'll help you. And Camming. Google it. Camming. Camming. Hey. Camming. Seriously. Seriously. Sex work. 
sex work. Safely, yeah. Whatever you you can start a YouTube channel. Guys, there we want to help you not get involved. There in are an so MLM many. Yeah, oh, there's a great um, YouTube channel that I've been following. Uh, Stephanie Harlow is her name, and she do, she's done. I watched some of her videos about this case, and she does a lot of great true crime video. True crime is so big now. Like, you can do, and she, like, her, cha- her channel has exploded, and she recently said that she's quitting her job, and mm-hmm. she's going to focus on YouTube full-time. There's stuff out there that's Guys. very fun and very interesting, and it's not selling lipstick that nobody wants. Okay? Okay. Okay. And also, don't make fun of people on social media. <laughs> think before... Especially when they're dead. Think before you leave a comment, think do I think this or do I hate myself? Yeah. Yeah, if you and also when someone is that active on social media, maybe just think they're lonely and you should lend a hand instead of being a dick. Maybe send them, you know, a link to something that could maybe point them in the right direction. There's constructive feedback and then there's shitting on someone who was murdered. Yeah. If we catch you doing that, we We're finding you, you. I've got a trunk full of knives with your name on yeah, it. Yeah, Barbara. <laughs> Barbara. Coming to get We're you, coming Barbara. We're coming for you. They're coming to get you, Barbara.